Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift, the first of the new Third Shift rebrand, the new Third Shift reconfiguration of the show. Oh, my goodness. How's it going to be different? You have to stick around and find out. But, of course, I have not been reconfigured. I am your host, Matt. With me, as always, is Eric. And, Eric, hey, we didn't we didn't mess up this part of the show. How was your week this week, my man? Hey, we're going to keep this intact because, you know what? It's important. You guys need to know what I'm doing. You need to know what Matt's doing. <laughs> I need to know about your kids' dance classes. That's right. Such, Eric. <laughs> you need to know this information. So you might have heard that uh, Eric was down on his luck, his back was broken, he was wobbling, hobbling all over the place. Well, guess what? The pain is still there, my friends. I went to a doctor. The doctor said, hey, guess what? You're going to always have such pains in your back for the rest of your life. It's going to suck for you. They said, however, I can give you referrals to some people who do chiropractic crap, muscle crap, phys- you know, physical therapy crap. I said no to the physical therapy because I'm not an idiot. I know how to relax and, and stretch my muscles. Uh, but I did say yes to the uh, the doctor who does the muscle slash bone restructuring because they, they looked at it and she found out that what I had done was I had shifted the left side of my body wrong. So the left side of my bone structure was slightly up. And so what had happened when my wife had stepped on it was she popped it back. The problem with doing that, of course, is all the muscles, all the other things in the area are all jacked up now. And still not actually fully in alignment because she went ahead and, like, pushed on my pubic bone and then my hip. And it, like, Whoa there, buddy. Yeah, like, hurt. you got to get me a t- touch with this doctor lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it hurt. And she was like, you feel that? And she goes, okay. So what that means is that you're still not all adjusted back into place yet. So that's why I'm going to be going to this doctor who, without, you know, just stepping on your back and possibly killing you, does it the right way and uh, <laughs> pops things back to where they should be. So <laughs> so hopefully I get back to the point where it's just uh, my back hurts because I'm used to that. That's been the way it has been yeah. forever. I can deal with it. It's not a big deal. So, yeah, my health is okay. I'm going to survive. But as always, on top of that, a stupid little stomach bug of some kind has got me. So it's been bad, man. This week's been like, hey, Eric, just give me a slappy once. Let me slap it twice. <laughs> I don't care, though, because you know what? As I did last weekend, this past weekend, I also sat my daughter down again, and we played Dragon Quest to our heart's content. It was awesome. We had a ton of fun, got a lot farther. We met a new character, Silvando, who is just over the top, crazy uh you know the eccentric like gay guy who's like super like super flamboyant yeah super flamboyant that's him to the t but it is mm-hmm. he is hilarious like me and me and elaine are just cracking up constantly at him so good times all around besides that i got a movie upcoming overlord i'm looking forward to seeing Heck yeah. Me and the wife have a date night the following weekend, which I'll tell you guys all about because, you know, that's the new Harry Potter movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. See, I thought you were just going to make this a really raunchy and saucy podcast. Oh, yeah. It's Exactly. No, no, no. Jeez, old Pete. Other than that, that's about it for me. Pretty lazy. Oh, no, actually, <laughs> hey, I did do something constructive. I'm not just a lazy bones man who doesn't do anything. 
this weekend, as well as playing Dragon Quest, we went ahead and built a shelf for under our stairs. Uh, father-in-law came over and I'd already bought the wood and got all the tools out and ready to go. And we built this, uh, awesome, awesome shelving unit that got attached inside the stairwell. It's perfect. It looks gorgeous actually. And it fits tons and tons of the jars. And now, Mm -hmm. unfortunately I have to now of course build the mirror of it on the other side. So Mm -hmm. it's not over yet. So my basement's tore apart. looks like a freaking war zone here, but... See what have we learned from work, Eric? Is you can you do that? Yeah, let me try it, and then you don't do it. If because if you do it right, then you have, you have to, to do, do it, it again. again. Yeah. So you did it right, and, and now, now you gotta, gotta do, do it again. again. I know. But at the end of it, it will be an awesome little uh, cubby hole closet, you know, for all of our canned goods. Which, as you know, that's something Amanda loves to do. So we have a ton of them everywhere over here. So it's cool, mm-hmm. and she she you know she appreciates it and loves it, and was ecstatic to see the one side go up. So good stuff. What about you, Matt? Nice. Uh, I don't think I did anything at all this week. Like I was writing out the show notes, and I went. I think I literally wrote, "I haven't done anything at all." So that 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 was my week. I didn't. I can't think of anything cool that I did. Although today at work during one of the big doldrum sessions, I did have a little spike of happiness because. Let's see, we have a coworker who has certain restrictions, and we put together, like he and I, in our brains, created uh, like a game scenario. We're going to call this game Restrictions. And so you'll be an older person. We'll call this, we'll codename this guy Bowser. This guy, his name is Bowser. He's got restrictions he's got to work under. It's like he can stand for only so long, and he can only lift so much. And I was like, it'll be like a side-scrolling game where like you got to sit to earn standing points. And you spend your standing points to move. And then every now and then it'd be like, random battle, here's an obstacle. Can you lift up this 50-pound weight? You try it, game over, you fail because you lost all your standing mm-hmm. points. I don't know. It was fun. It was a really fun moment. I was laughing really hard, and he gave me like a weird kind of look. And I went, hey, it'd be fun, Bowser. And he went, oh, I don't know. Are you going to make that? And I went, why not? So there you go, indie developers out there. Make a game called Restrictions. So there we go. There's a Matt's Indie Game Showcase for you. Super scoop before the game even gets made. There's a Matt's Indie Game Concept Showcase. There, that's it. There you go. Boom. Beautiful. But other than that, on the video game front, I did play some more Fish of the North Star. Of course, stream that at twitch.tv slash thirdshiftme. That is always fun. I always, you know, I'm like, oh, man, I don't really feel like playing anything. I guess I'll play some Fish of the North Star today. And then the instant it boots up, when I hit that special technique on the first guy, and it, yes. I'm just like, okay, my mood is just instantly a thousand times better. Big smile on my face. Hell yeah, let's do this. And, yes, I do have a good story about that. Because if, if you were in that stream with me, because I know Howard was, he was watching it with me. I did one of the best sub-stories of the entire game, of any game that I've ever played, of any Yakuza game even. I think it was called Three Second Cooking, but it was all about getting beef for this little kid so he could have a hamburger steak. And he, all the way through, he started calling you Mr. Beef, and Kenshiro would refer to him as that hamburger kid. So I wrote down, Howard and I are going to make a C-level movie called Mr. Beef and the Hamburger Kid. Or, like, make a children's storybook or <laughs> something. A, actually, that would be an awesome storybook. I could help with that part. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous. I would love to go into it 
in all the details, but that was another one that had all the ups and downs that I always talk about. Like, it starts off, the kid's complaining he really wants a hamburger steak. Ah, uh, butler, because the, the, he's got a butler, he's like, oh, young master, we can't get the hamburger steak. Oh, screw you, I want it. Meh. So you're like, ah, this stupid bratty kid. But then it's like, oh, he really wants it because his mom used to make it and she's not around anymore. So it's like, oh, man, you got to help out this guy. But then it goes through all this goofy stuff of, oh, man, hey, Mr. Beef, and you're beating up, you know, this goon who's trying to extort you for the beef. Oh, and you get it back there and you're like, hey, here's the beef. And the butler's like, yeah, I'm going to cook it. Well, I guess I am going to go into all the details. So who cares? Here we go. He's like, yeah, I'm going to cook it. And the kid's like, no, butler, screw you. You spit when you talk and the spit gets in the food and I hate you. So it's like up, down, up, down. And then Kentrell's like, well, I mean, I guess I can help. And it's like, and the butler's, hmm, well, we need knives to cut up this beef, but we're really short on knives. So what does Ken do? He punches the crap out of this beef, and it's shooting and flying, and he's got these perfectly formed chunks at the end. Oh, how are we going to cook it? Oh, the guy that you beat up his goons who you took the beef from, he comes back, he's got a giant flamethrower. So you beat the crap out of him, you steal the flamethrower. You cook the beef with this flamethrower in these, it's like expertly toasted and everything. It's all grilled up fine and beautiful when the animation is just, just gouts of flame mm-hmm. just spraying all over this beef. Now, I have seen it cook, a steak cooked with a flamethrower. So I, I can actually it. believe all this. It's real. It has <laughs> happened. <laughs> it is so ridiculous. And then it's, it's those touching moments of just, he eats it. It's like, oh, man. And the touching music comes in. He's like, oh, this is just how mom used to make it. You know, I was afraid I'd never taste her cooking again. But now this is going to be my life's mission. I'm going to learn to cook like this. Oh, wow, cool. And then he's like, hey, Mr. Beef, you need to show me how you did that with your hands. And Kenshiro goes, hey, you know, it's not worth it, kid. You're going to get in lots of trouble when you go down this path. Hey, screw you, Mr. Beef. I can do it. So it's just silly, fun, touching, goofy, ridiculous, over the top, touching, and then goofy, stupid again. Just fantastic, this whole roller coaster ride. Mr. Beef and the Hamburger Kid, watch out for it on a children's bookshelf near you. And I just got to say, it's the perfect time and place for Howard to be there with you in the stream because he's Mr. Beef. He is the man who goes, can I get a cheeseburger without the bun, without the ketchup, without the mustard, without the pickles, without the lettuce, without the tomato, without the onions? Can I just get the beef with cheese and then give me a cup? You mean a side? No, a cup of ketchup on the side. Okay. Like like a a 24-ounce cup of ketchup. ketchup. And then he dips it in and he just eats the beef covered in red ketchup. He is Mr. Beef. He's the he's, he could be the hamburger kid or Mr. Beef. It don't matter which one. He's either or. <laughs> and he, and even better was the intro to this because I knew Howard was in the stream when the butler was getting abused by the kid who wanted the thing and he was like, "Stupid butler, I hate you!" and runs off. And I literally said, "Hey, this is you, Howard. Here's post-apocalypse Howard, still having to deal with his little monster mm-hmm. children." Yep. So it all tied <laughs> it together. He was the butler. He was Mr. Beef. He was the hamburger kid. Howard was this substory. This was the moment. This is it. Gosh. Beautiful. Yeah. It's the game for Howard. You know, Mr. Yeah. Beef. <laughs> so, yeah, that was amazing. The only other thing I've been playing, Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm probably going to talk about that a little bit later in the episode. Spoiler alert, I really like it. Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> 
But I will say, I probably don't like it in the way that a lot of people do. So there you go. There's, there's a hint. That's, that's Look at you. That's a hook right there. Yeah. That's you. Uh-huh. Reeling them in, Matt. Keep it above board for just a couple minutes longer. Don't you stop now, everybody. <laughs> so that was it for us individually this week. As a team this week, we did absolutely nothing. It was so nice to just have a week off of oh my God. Patreon projects, IG2G, Talented Tuesday, nothing. Just... Nice, easy-going week. I mean, I love doing all that stuff, but it was nice. It was weird. I ain't gonna lie, dude. Yeah, I, I kept, I kept waiting. I ain't gonna lie. I kept waiting for a text. I was waiting mm. for a text or Discord message going, "Hey, idiot, where you at?" That's what I kept waiting for because I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm missing something here. Why are we not recording? Mm-hmm. I'm missing it. I know they're gonna text me or Discord and say, "Eric's an idiot. What are you doing?" It was gonna, it's gonna happen. It never happened. I'm like. <laughs> What the hell? This is the weirdest thing ever. I just went like a week without a podcast. Oh, my God. I'm shaking. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it, it totally did. It got to be about Wednesday, and I got home, and it didn't feel like doing anything, playing any games. So I was reading a book, and I was like, man, I wish we had something to do for Third Shift or something something I, ha- I, I had to do so I could do something. But I was like, oh, I guess there's nothing. Well, I'm going to put my wrestling on when it got to be 7 o'clock. Well, I'm having fun, but like, like you said, it just felt strange and like empty. Mm-hmm. Like it's just been weekend after weekend after yeah, weekend constantly, after weekend. Always, never ends. Yeah. You know these these people don't understand, man. This stuff's crazy, man. It's just like, the struggle is the real. Is real. The struggle is real. <laughs> it might be fun, but you know but, it's something. <laughs> but hey, don't worry, because next week we're gonna have IG two G episode forty one for you guys. That might be a little bit pared down. I don't know because we don't have like the puff. Of the of two third shifts with the new ap- atmosphere, mm-hmm. but we'll see what we figure out. Yeah, we'll we'll roll with it. We'll roll with the punches. Come up with something. I know it can't be too crazy because we promised Danny that it won't be the hour long spectaculars that uh, they typically are. So, I mean, we promised that when we started. We promise too, every. So we I promise finish. a lot of things. Break a lot of things, and then we get mad at Danny and say, "Why are you doing, Danny?" When actually we're the ones breaking a lot of those things. So, yeah, it's not my fault. I, I've never gone on a long rant when we've established that we're going to talk like five minutes. I was going to say. I've never gone ten I minutes. I think we're both at fault. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know who's not at fault? Gearbox Software. Because they keep giving us shift codes for Golden Keys and Borderlands the pre-sequel. So hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider. Go get yourself some free loot. You know, we recently just played some Borderlands, Matt. <laughs> yeah we did oh boy and it was a rough go but we got to give a big old shout out to sean he joined us in there he kept it yep. rolling he kept it going he was the motivated son of a gun in there and you know what i used one of those wonderful little shift codes and i used one mm. of those wonderful little shift keys and i didn't get anything though matt there was nothing i needed That's true. <laughs> and I think I ran up and I was like, oh, those are higher numbers. And I went, whatever. This is the only time I'm playing this again. I'm going to use my legendary guns. So I probably could have used something. Just like all the drops that were around. I saw higher numbers and I went, ah, whatever. It's already been a rough grind. I don't really care. True that. But I, I'm just saying, if you don't think you're going back, you might just go back. So get those shift codes. Get those shift keys. Because you never know. When the Borderlands train's going to roll through your house and pick you up. Because Christmas is a-coming, boys and girls, and them legendaries are sitting on that train. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. you know about. what you're talking about. 
Hey, there's still a big old giant turkey to kill before you even get well, to Christmas. Well, I want to kill the about? turkey, but, you know, my buddies, they all said they ain't coming back. So I'm a solo man on the turkey train. <laughs> you got to eat that that 10-ton turkey all by yourself. I so. had a 10-ton just, turkey today at lunch, and I felt sick to my stomach, okay? <laughs> I can't eat that much anymore. <laughs> well, see, if you put that much in, you just got to, like, angle it to the side, and it'll, like, right your posture. Yeah, it might actually all, all take all the good. left side and pop it back, you know what I mean? There mm-hmm. you go. Fantastic. Great. That's how it works. <laughs> That's science right there. <laughs> and hey, speaking of Borderlands things that sneak up on you after we got into all this other science stuff, the Borderlands and Gearbox official like social media stuff has all been popping up again with, you know, Borderlands cosplays, Borderlands body paints, Borderlands, all kinds of stuff. So they're they're poking their heads out of the ground again and going, Hey guys, hey look. I see you. I see you buzzing about them rumors. Look at us. We're still here. We're still kicking. And of course, speaking of the rumors, Submato, as I've told you before, he's up and at it again. He's been making all the crazy videos, reiterating what he's talked about in several of his other videos. But he did say in his one of his latest ones, which you can check out. Go check out Submato if you want to get all the details. Because I'm not going to tell you every specific thing. They updated a whole bunch more for Borderlands 2 with uh, DLC codename crap going on. So it's just, it's 100% confirming that something is happening in the Borderlands 2 universe that they're not telling us about, that they're prepping for. I don't know what it is. He speculates that it's a big DLC, which is what we've already discussed before, that's going to lead into the Borderlands 3, which it all makes great sense, but I don't believe anything anymore because I'm a cynical, evil man, and I refuse to believe However, something is happening. There are actual items and hidden things considered DLC in files. So something is moving and grooving in the Borderlands universe. So if people should at least get mildly excited. Don't get overly excited. And if you want to get overexcited, please check out Submato stuff because he's the one going nuts about it and putting out all sorts of crazy theories and, and algorithms and whatnot. And I know you were looking at Mental Mars too, right, Matt? And he on board? Yeah, I did mention last week that he wrote up an article about the whole it's a good time to be a Borderlands fan. He's got a video up there now too, and he's using a lot of the phrases that other people are using of like, they know that we know, so like that they're putting out teasers because we're seeing all this stuff you know, that people are researching and all that jazz. So I think I'm starting to get somewhat on the train. Like, I, I'm, I'm still not on it yet, but I'm considering purchasing a ticket. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm standing at the ticket counter, and it's going, Sir, are you going to buy something? And I'm looking at my wallet and going, hmm. And I'm looking up at the train, and I'm going, hmm. I'm going to keep going, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but then, also, over the announcement speakers, the conductor got on the train and said, Hey, this Friday... For two to three hours at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Is it 11 a.m. Eastern? Yes, uh-huh. it is 11 a.m. Eastern. Shift services are all going down for two to three hours. So there's something up. They're going to be doing something in the shifty stuff. Now, the last time this happened, like nothing happened. But it's all coming together. All I was going to say, are and in. who knows? Maybe last time when they did it, it was, uh, um, you know, it was before everybody had found the files. And it was actually Starting something. Starting to lay some ground. Yeah, I was going to say. It is all building. I mean, we're not idiots. We all do know Borderlands 3 is a real thing. Blah, 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 blah. It's coming. 
just a matter of when. But there's mm. a lot of pieces starting to go into place. There's streamers talking about mysterious events they're going to. Things are happening, which could be yeah. anything. So I'm not even going to begin speculation on it. But I'm just saying there's big-time streamers all heading to a mysterious events all over the place. Who knows? Maybe it's maybe it's to Texas. Maybe it's to see some stuff. Start getting hyped for something happening in the Borderlands universe. I don't know. I don't know. I literally have no idea. I'm not in on it, but I wish I was. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You took that half day to go get your back looked at. Yeah. And uh-huh. then that other yeah. day for Fly a personal you know, health day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jerk. You got to let us in, man. We got to put it in the private Discord. Nobody else has to know. Hey, you guys want me to start talking to Gearbox. I'm the one talking to Gearbox. doesn't matter if they want to fly me to Texas. I mean, they didn't fly me to Texas. <laughs> oh, man. This isn't cool. I got to hit up Joe K. Oh, I'm we're, we're changing his job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. But it is exciting. It's fun. It's fun to like hear and just listen to anyway, even if it all turns out to be a big bust. It's just fun. It's fun, man. Come on. Yeah, that is a lot of fun. And hey, what else is fun is getting more loot from your favorite software slash publishing company. And that's what happened today, literally, as we're recording this. A few hours ago, Gearbox Official tweeted out, Hey, guys, uh, if you want to go check it out, it's uh, gearboxloot.com. We got our store back up and running. We got all kinds of new stuff in there. We got a whole new like limited edition run type of stuff. And there's going to be a stream today. So at 6 o'clock, I popped on the Twitch. I watched that stream showing off all kinds of stuff. Man, I don't even know where to start, Eric. Where, where do you want to start? Well, I don't know. I, I, as you were talking, I was thinking on this one. Because first mm. off, I want to say congratulations, everybody. Get back on that stream. We've told you guys a billion, million times to keep yes. streaming. Start streaming. Do something with your streaming. You, you set up a mm. booth. You got things going. We talked with Joe last time he was on and said, hey, that's awesome that you guys got multiple cameras now, different views. You're starting to really get into the whole groove of it. And then they disappeared Mm -hmm. forever, and now they're back on. And it's like, all right, stay on. Keep doing stuff. So here Mm -hmm. they were announcing that they finally got the Gearbox store in its current iteration, of course, back up and going. And I was like, Mm -hmm. freaking fantastic. But they're not doing like they used to. It's just like, hey, here's some stuff, and that's what we have. And then two years down the road, we'll change it or take it down like they previously had done. Now it's like this Mm -hmm. whole theme thing that they do for like a couple weeks and then they're going to switch it out with a whole new theme. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's a pretty novel idea because it promotes people to hurry up. It promotes people to get in there and get what they need quickly and, 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 and fast. And then also make sure that you're going to come back because you know it's going to be a fresh set of things in the near future. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, all right, I like this. And then they went, hey, guess what? You can get Duke's toiletry kit. And I went, sold, sold, I'm sold. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> That is fantastic. Awesome. I come from a background in which I had a toiletry kit, and mm-hmm. it was a crappy, black, nondescript piece of garbage, and I held all mm-hmm. my cool things in it. And I said, you know what? My life would have been so vastly improved, Matt, if I could have only had Duke's toiletry kit, because that is awesome. <laughs> it looks great. Uh-huh. It would have been a conversation starter while I'm in there, you know, combing my hair, scrubbing my armpits. Doing all the things you do in a bathroom with other menly men, you know what I mean? They said, hey, Eric, you're shaving your balls and you've got that toilet chicken. (laughs) 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 How 
fantastic. Oh, really good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it gives you something to look at other yeah, than the other dudes other shaving the, their balls. Exactly. Whoa, look at the, there's a pig cop and <laughs> or stuff. Or while John's Whoa. taking a poop in a toilet stall that doesn't have any walls, you could say, man, John, your toiletry kit here is fantastic. <laughs> <And> you know, <laughs> See him wiping his butt, you know, and doing things like that. It's really, uh, really kind of would have helped a long time ago. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, back in the old prison back days. In those days. I did my time. I'm a free man. Free man, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, nobody can hold that That's against right. you. That's right. I served my time. <laughs> Oh, so man. that's what I took away, man. <laughs> Duke's toiletry kit was fantastic. <laughs> uh, and I will say, I do agree. I really like the whole limited run type of stuff. Like this time was a whole collection of themed items. And w- during the stream, Erica was talking about how sometimes now there'll be like numbered items. Like, hey, there's only going to be 250 of these left. So once those 250 are gone... They're gone. So it's actually limited run exclusive items. Plus they do have their, I think they were calling it their always on items. Like, you know, some shirts and hats and things that will always be there. But I thought it was a cool idea. I mean, it freshens up the store. It gives you reason to go back to it on a fairly regular basis, which, I mean, you don't with most merchandise stores. You scroll through it once, just like we did with the old one. Scroll through it once. Okay, that's it. Maybe scroll through it like six months later. Oh, same stuff. I'm snore. And then off you go. So this this adds some excitement. This adds some pop. I think they could stand to use a little bit more of that in their next stream. I mean, I you know, I enjoyed the stream. They had some cool overlays that made it look like QVC or HSN stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. But I think a little bit more, just, you know, more organized and planned out stuff. And, you know, they're right there. They just need to seal the deal. And then that's it. Yeah, I agree. A little bit of improvement there and the uh, old just keeping things flowing smooth and grooving, showing off the product, keeping maybe some background music going so that way everybody's just got that nice jive and groove going. So that way any dead space or any any dead air while they're trying to prep something could just be kind of camouflaged with the music, which is what most streamers do anyway all the time. Mm. And I think they're going to be back on track, man. I think they'll have the streams back up and running, rocking and rolling. It'll be great. Plus the whole limited run stuff will give them excuses. Not excuses, but it'll give them reasons to keep doing Mm -hmm. regular streams. Hey, look, it's time for the Halloween edition. It's time for the Turkey Day edition. Here's the spring collection, whatever it is. Which they just mentioned that there's going to be a special Black Friday edition in which they're going to have some cool limited run stuff. So That's that's right. exactly yeah. what they need to do is keep it running keep it smooth keep it fresh and they're mm. going to have the items to do it because they're going to keep doing these limited runs which is awesome and i will say that borderlands opportunity travel bag is pretty cool i was like oh man that'd have been cool if there's something i could use <laughs> see i was going to put you on the spot and say hey t- tell me your favorite item from the store but we already know it's duke's toiletry mm-hmm. bag Mine was going to be that opportunity travel bag because it looked the absolute nicest. Like when they brought it out, you know, I kind of just glanced through it on the website and I thought it was just going to be like a tote bag, like a screen printed tote bag. So when they brought it out and it had like the leather and it looked all, you know, that kind of like waterproof plasticky mm-hmm. look and the, the images looked sharp. I went, damn, that's a nice item right there. It looked really sharp, really impressive. So if they do more stuff like that, like a cool backpack that looked like mm-hmm. that, something like that, that'd be pretty cool. And then uh, I also thought the Battleborn, and this is an all-time item, the Battleborn uh, hoodie, 
the little zip-up jacket they mm-hmm. had. Awesome. I'm a real big fan of uh, subtle video yeah. game stuff, which that was fantastic. It was perfect. It had the Battleborn symbol on the front, the Battleborn logo. 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 The logo. Logo, 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 logo. It had the Battleborn logo on the front. The Battleborn. Had that on the front, and then it had Echinar on the back. Obviously, if you don't know Battleborn, this is going to make absolutely no sense to you. It's going to be scribble, scrabble, and you're not going to comment on it. You're not going to say nothing on it. You're not going to think about it. It's going to be out of your brain. But if you know Battleborn, you're going to know exactly what it is. And that's the mm. kind of stuff I like, is when no one's going to touch me, talk to me, do anything with me if they don't know what it is. But if they know what it is, then they know what I'm doing and what I'm repping. And then they're like, oh, dude, yeah, haha, <laughs> Galileo, what? You know, or whatever. And then I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying, dude. And then you can have a conversation because you know they're not just an idiot who's just going, is that like Mortal Kombat? Is that like a reunion? Okay. No, see, Eric, see, I, I've seen this conversation go in real life, and I've also been part of this conversation. So I know how the conversation really go. They're like, oh, yeah, battle bro, bro. And you go, uh, yeah. Well, and then you'll look down at yourself and go, oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Hey, hey, guy who's already around the block. Yeah, no, no, man. man you're yeah, cool. Uh, you're cool. I'm sorry. I, f- I didn't realize. I forgot. I was wearing the shirt. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I 100% agree with subtle. That's kind of my thing. Like, the Molly Wan snapback cap, oh, I'm not a yeah. big hat wearer, but that looked so, I mean, it looked stylish and cool. And then, again, that's one of those things, Molly Wan, if you don't know what it is, you're not going to say anything. It's, oh, it's got some weird name. It must be a brand. I don't know. Or, you know, it, it had that little tease of the Borderlands vault symbol on the side, just as a double reminder. But I like that one. That was probably my favorite of the of the subtle items. And for me, I like subtle, but I also like over the top ridiculous. Like the, well, they had that Molly Wan slash Hyperion hoodie, that reversible uh-huh. hoodie. That was like boom over the top. Like I like not having the game name written on it, but if it's like outlandish, I like big designs and big pop and colors and cool stuff like that. But it's, so stuff you would recognize, like the Molly Wan hoodie. Boom, you're all fresh and decked mm-hmm. out. But if they see Molly Wan on the side, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's it. That's you. Yep. I like so I like that mix. Subtle and ridiculous. You got to go one way or the other. All out bananas or just subtle and chill. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. But no game names on it. I don't like that. And I would say, I want to rock some Duke Nukem. You know, I already told you that's my favorite. But, I, I mean, the tie was yeah. cool, but that green, unfortunately, would not match with, like, anything I have. So I could never rock that tie. Yeah. And I just feel like the Duke Nukem title is one of those things that, like, so many people nowadays are like, oh, Duke Nukem, we don't talk about that, you know, because he's, of mm. course, racist, sexist, blah, 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 master charges, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. I love Duke Nukem. I grew up on Duke Nukem. I want to rep Duke Nukem, and I hope they bring back Duke Nukem. So I'm just saying that on the show at this moment. I love you, Duke Nukem. I support you. <laughs> don't give up. Never surrender. Just like Buzz Aldrin would say. Never give up. Never surrender. It's, it's Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I hope they go the tie route with a lot more things. But with ties, I like super subtle. Like so subtle. Like put like the Duke's Duke's like little nuclear symbol mm-hmm. inside of like the print or something like Somewhere that. Somewhere hidden. I thought this one was a little over the top for me. Even though they were tiny, like I like a serious tie with just a hint. Mm-hmm. Just a hint of 
of tees. So super subtle but ridiculous on outerwear. But if it's a tie, I'm only wearing a tie when I'm being nice. So I can't I can't be goofy. Yeah, I gotcha. I can never wear a goofy tie. I understand that. Actually, never give up, never summer. That was uh, like Galactic, what was that? Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. There you go. So there you go. God, it's all mixed yeah, up. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear was yeah, to, to infinity, infinity and beyond. beyond. Yeah, I got it now. I'm there. It took a minute. You know, I am challenged, Matt. You have to, you have to understand that. So, it, it was Woody that said, "There's a snake in my boot." Not <laughs> oh my Woody God. Harrelson, the actor. <laughs> Although I would, Woody I could toy. imagine Woody Harrelson saying that very line. And something. He should play Woody in live action Toy Story. <laughs> There's a snake <laughs> in my boot. <laughs> oh, man. I love Woody Harrelson. God bless him. I do too. So I think that wraps it up, though, with the whole Gearbox stream. Because it's, it's getting out of hand, man. It's gone too far. No, it's no, gone too far. I'm never going to stop talking about it. Uh, I'm just glad they're back. We've given them so much crap in the past about where were they. They yeah. said they were coming back soon, and soon turned into like two years. So, Well, yeah, they used to say, like, we'll be back in 2017, and then when it was 2018, they went, shh, yeah, stop, stop it. Put saying soon that. On it. It's not going to happen. So here we are at the very end of 2018, literally gray hairs growing out of my head, and they finally they did it. big old gray mustache hair. <laughs> They finally did it. They're back. It's great news. Everybody that loves Gearbox should celebrate because hopefully this is just the beginning, as they've said, and we're going to see a whole bunch more to come, all sorts of wonderful things to waste and spend our money on. And now the very last thing I will say, I like their Gearbox Loot logo and the fact that it's branded in the, that is awesome. inside the mm-hmm. collars of their stuff. I like that. That's a good touch that most other retailers do, like Jinx does it on mm-hmm. their clothing. All the other places do it. So good to see that from them to just... I mean, you'll only see it when you buy it, but it's that extra little branding, that nice little finishing touch that counts. I agree. I enjoy that. I do have a lot of Jinx stuff, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's good to see Gearbox following suit being amazing. Oh, yep. And you know what? We did it. We got out of the Gearbox realm. I know you wanted to mention a little bit about some stuff that Gearbox is talking about, though. Well, the only thing I was going to say outside of the Gearbox itself realm we're not really going to be talking about or covering Fortnite anymore, but I did see right before we made that decision, they tweeted out, hey, we're going to be partnering with a really big partner coming up. And what was it? It was the NFL. You get an NFL team skins, helmets, jerseys, all that jazz. It looked like for all the teams that there is no bigger sponsor or partner in North America than the NFL. So good on you, Fortnite. I mean, it's the biggest thing in the world as it is anyway. So why not? partner with the biggest sport in north america i just thought that was really cool give him a shout out on here and give give him like a heroic send-off there you go you did the best thing Fortnite. now we're never going to talk about you, did you the again. biggest thing ever it is ridiculous because not only did they do it matt but they did it during the football season yeah yeah which true. duh makes sense i mean obviously you're gonna say well don't shit dumbass when are they gonna do it well yeah but this is it Everyone's hyped on their team. You're in Fortnite. You're in the NFL. And now you're freaking rocking your freaking brand in Fortnite. It's going to be bananas. Those two weeks after the last playoff game before the Super Bowl, that you when you know they're going to have 50v50 Patriots versus Falcons mm-hmm. or whatever, and you can choose the team you want to rep, that will be amazing for them. Exactly. People will be on all, the, all time the damn time doing that. Playing and being ridiculous and having a great time with it. Mm-hmm. God, they're going to be so rich. We got to get in there, Matt, and tell them they need to give us some money. 
I've said it before. I'll say it again. Epic. Come on, man. You got billions. We were in on the ground floor. We're founders. That's right. Found me a found, billion dollar found, house. Found me a hundred thousand dollars for the podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> I'm not even thinking big, big. <laughs> I'm just thinking little, big. <laughs> but they just got a bazillion, so you can spare me a billion. Come on. That's true. You're right. God dang. So we're done with the Gearbox news and the Gearbox affiliated news. What what is there left to talk about? Here? Well, here's the funny part, Matt. This is our new segment. You know, we got to figure out some way to intro our new segment, uh, and you know, we can like topics time. It's, it's topics time with Matt and Eric on the third shift. I don't know. You know, I'm just saying. And hey, hey, and hey, that's the perfect segue because you started getting in the like banjo music. Reminds me like some old West, yeah. some old frontier days. Riding so horse. Why don't I just talk about my some experience I had with Red Dead Redemption 2? Oh my goodness. Because now originally I was not going to get this game at all until we talked about it on IG2G and we both got so hyped up about it. And I got it. And one of the things that I saw when it first came out was everyone was like, this is like a stupid walking simulator these first few hours. I don't get it. I hate it so much. I just want to run around and shoot people. And I will say it is totally like that because no spoilers. You're part of a gang. Everybody knows that. You get kind of like marooned in the mountains during winter. You're like hidden up in this hidey hole of a little town and you're just trying to figure stuff out. You got to go hunt. You got to go meet up with this guy. You got to rescue this dude from wolves. So those first few hours are a little bit of just... They're like the worst parts of a Rockstar game to me. Because it's, hey man, you gotta go meet with Billy. And along the way, you gotta talk with Stevie. And you gotta both have like awkward story time segments. Like I feel like Rockstar doesn't write stories well or, or especially tell them well. So this, again, is you gotta ride your horse from point A to point B. And you kind of figure out the story of why you were even at point A on your way to point B. And then sometimes you got to ride from point B all the way back to point A to, and the whole time. Well, Steve, why were you out here at point B? Whoa. So the first few hours are a little bit of a chore just because it's, it's that story stuff. It's characters you mm. don't know yet, so you don't care about them. But once you get, you come down out of the mountains, the spring thaw, you set up your base camp. It's amazing. I love it. Even just setting aside the missions for now, because I'll get into those in a, little, in a sec. But I just love the world that they made. I mean, like we've talked about, you can go to town, you can talk to anyone on the street. That's my favorite part of this game, is I'll ride from one end of the map, and I'll just be like, hey, this other area of the map I haven't explored yet, I'm just going to put my waypoint right in the middle, and it'll find you a little road to take down there. And you're just going down the road, going down trails. You find a little town, you're walking through town, and just, you know, you can greet or antagonize anyone you talk to. You greet, hey there, mister. And he'll say, hey, buddy. Greet him again. There's a nice little town you guys got here. And he'll have, you know, it's a little mini conversation. He goes, oh, it really sucks. These guys are mean to me. Oh, well, all the best now. And you walk on. And then, you know, oh, there's, there's two fellers sitting outside the saloon. Morning, fellers. How's it going? Just little stuff. You can go to, like, you can go into every little store and buy, buy yourself a cool new outfit, buy yourself new guns, brush your horse, feed your horse, buy all kinds of items. It's just like Wild West Simulator. It, that's what this game is to mm -hmm. me. And that's what I love about it. Like I hated the original Red Dead because there was nothing to do from point A to point B. Here you can make stuff to do. 
you find a little town, go talk to people in the town. And then, hey, once you're done, or, you know, if people are mean in the town, just ride off. And you're going through beautiful scenery. Like, there's a spot right outside your gang hideout where there's, like, two... It used to be, like, a big butte or, like, a plateau or something, but you can tell, like, a river wound through it and eroded it. So there's these two beautiful rocky cliffs that you go through on this main thoroughfare. Every time I go through there, I stop and look at the sky and the grass and these these rocks that look... I mean, it's not photorealistic, but haven't been out, you know, out west. It's that exact same, you know, sedimentary rock kind of look where it's all faded and stratified. And I'm like, God, so good. It's so beautiful. I just love living in the world. The missions themselves are pretty fun. I like the way that it's, it's more organic. Like, it's not you go talk to the leader and he says, hey, go see Steve in this town. It's kind of like y'all get in your base camp. Everybody's got to go fend for themselves and bring money back to the camp. So what do people do? Billy's out there. Stevie's down here. Their locations are marked on your map, but you don't have to talk to someone to get the mission to go over there. If you're in town and you see Stevie, just like we said on IG2G, hey, there he is. He'll help you out or you'll help him out. You'll have a little mission. You'll do a little thing. It's great. I love it. So many small details. You get in a fight. You get knocked down in the mud. Your clothes are all muddy. Change your clothes. Or you get muddy. Go have a bath at the saloon. You get scrubbed down. You look fresh. Your hair grows. You cut your hair. You trim your hair. If you hunt an animal and you skin it, you lift it up over your shoulder to carry it, put it on your horse. Now your back and your shoulder are all bloody. Like, it's, it's, it totally makes sense, but you don't see that in a lot of games. It's just mm-hmm. that attention to detail. Oh, my God. It's so, it's so great. I just love it. I, I play it so much. Oh, God. I don't really care about the characters, <laughs> but the, it's the, world, the one thing though. that I really like. Yeah, it's, it's the world. And the other thing that I really like is this game's not afraid to get, like, sad, and like, kind of like wistful and depressing. Like, I did a whole quest line with your main character's ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, and it's like the whole theme of it is you're you're doing this stuff for her, and she's like, "Oh, you know, maybe we should get back together." And he's like, "Ah, well, you know, baby, we both know that don't work." And so, like, the whole end of the quest line is this: you know, you're putting her on a train and you're watching her go. And it's like most Rockstar games. What do you do? You go in the house and you have sex and you run off and have sex with some other girl or something. But it's like, this is like, you know what I mean. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff adults do. It's, it's real emotions and stuff. And it's like, wow, I wouldn't expect that out of a Rockstar game. Because you get, you get silly stuff. You saw my drunken quest. Oh, yeah. That silly stuff. You get sad stuff. You get wistful stuff. You get dark stuff. It's everything. I love it. It's great. I will say. What can I, I say? I got two, two notes for this. First off, yes, you, the drunken quest is fantastic. Because uh, what, what I took away from it was that someone who actually drinks did this because they understand yes. what it's like when you drink a ton of beer or liquor or whatever it is mm. and how that affects you and how that affects the way you see and perceive the night or the day, whatever it was, it doesn't matter. How you perceive the world mm. when that happens. They did it yeah. perfectly. It was hilarious. And I was just laughing nonstop. <laughs> that, that one bit where you go upstairs and you're talking to him and you have the conversation and then it's like the whoosh. And then it's like the, the silly moments. There's that moment where he's like jumping up in the air. And I'm like, I have seen that. I'm sure I've done it. We've, we all know people who've done I have flashes of that in my real life mm-hmm. memory. Like, oh my God, it was it so was good. It was spot on. And then the last piece I want to just add to this. I, once again, I haven't got it yet. I'm going to get it because I cannot let this one slip by me. 
But I was watching yeah. some streamer, and I hate to, I don't know who it was this time. I was just kind of like supporting random streamers and just watching whoever at the time. Mm-hmm. But the streamer was playing, and they were out there. They were hunting caribou or something and doing nothing, literally just, you know, boring stuff, you know, just hunting mm-hmm. caribou, walking around, trying to get a good shot on one. And all of a sudden, behind them, they start hearing this, like, help me, help me, help me. And this this dude yes. comes running up through the woods on a horse, and he's got this chick on the back. And she's screaming, help me, he's kidnapping me, help me. So he pulls out his gun, which he already had ready anyway, you know, and he shoots the guy mm. in the head. And then he still tries to find the caribou. He doesn't find the caribou that he was hunting. He goes, God dang it, they are wasting my time, screwing me up. So he walks over, he, he heads over to where he shot the guy in the back. Sure enough, the lady's still on the back of the horse crying out, Help me, help me, help me. So he takes her down, he throws her to the ground, and he pulls out his knife, and, and she's like, Free me, please, help me, help me, help me. So he cuts the cords on her hands and feet. And then she gets up and she goes, You're a son of a bitch. I hate you. And she runs off screaming. <laughs> and the streamer's just awesome. like, uh, what just happened? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. <laughs> and I'm just like, perfect. Perfect. And, and I will say there are so many of those just, I don't know if they randomly spawn or whatever it is, those moments where e- even between this town and that town, something will happen. You'll meet people on the road, even if it's just a, you know, a, hey, how you doing on the road? Or, you know, There'll be stuff like that. Or a bounty hunter's got some criminal. You can kill the bounty hunter, free the guy, just let him go, do whatever you want. One of my favorite things is I came out of the gang hideout once, and you know your gang's kind of at war with another one. And two dudes showed up on horseback. I'm like, hey, you're one of Dutch's boys, ain't you? Where, where are the old Driscoll's, and we're going to come get you? And I'm like, screw this, I'm going to kill these guys. And like four more jumped out from the forest and I'm in this crazy-ass firefight, and I totally die. But I was so used to, in every other game, oh, somebody's going to come up to me, oh, I'm just going to whip out my mad skills and destroy them. And you actually can get overwhelmed. you got to like duck and dodge and get on your horse and freaking ride out and try and corner them in a little thing. Like it's intense and cool and interesting in ways that so many of these open world games totally aren't. I, I just love it. And I will say, last point, when I played the first Red Dead Redemption, there was like, oh, it's the end of the Old West. Progress is coming. But all I ever did was walk around Old West towns and do Old West things. In this one, you can really feel that because you can go from those, you know, like livestock towns where just dirt, muddy streets and ugly people. And then like down in the southeast corner of the map at least so far, there's a town called St. Denis where it's all like, it looks like San Francisco. Like there's trolleys running through the streets. There's people in nice suits. There's the big fancy theater that I found. It's like, wow, progress. Look, you're going from this to this. You can actually feel like the shifting of the generations in the eras. Oh, really well done. Really cool. I just love it. Oh my God. I just want to play it right now, but I got to go to sleep (laughs) after we're done. Jesus. So terrible, Matt. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad that uh, a game that was uh, talked to you about you actually enjoyed instead of going, God dang it, God bought garbage again. You <laughs> say something that was not on my radar at all. We talked me into it, and I'm loving it. Fantastic. It's great. So, speaking of talking to, BlizzCon just happened, and mm. Blizzard themselves did a whole bunch of talking to their fans. And they said, Hey guys, we got all sorts of games coming, all sorts of things happening for you. Ah mm-hmm. oh, man, it's a roller coaster. Let me tell you right now, okay? BlizzCon 2018 just happened. 
All right. On the front of her stone, nobody cares. I ain't going to tell you what happened with her stone because I don't care. Sorry. Suckers. It's my podcast. Come on, man. Is there like a new map or nope. a new, like a new character? Not, I don't I'm know. Gonna... Don't care. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> I don't even know if they have maps. Uh, <laughs> whatever. And now another piece of news you should know, though, and this doesn't really pertain to me. I'm not a big big guy into the old school uh, strategy you know, games, but a lot of you are. Warcraft 3 mm. was a game long time ago, in case you didn't know. Well, guess what? They said, hey, everybody, Warcraft 3 Reforged is coming. Dun, 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 dun. They went ahead, and they're redoing all the graphics, the cinematics, the whole kit and caboodle. They are, in fact, reforging Warcraft 3 for, of course, the current day and time. So if you liked Warcraft 3 back in the day, or if you haven't played but you do love strategy games, this probably should have had you jumping up and down, going all sorts of ham, being excited. I don't really play strategy games too often, so for me it was just like, hey, that's cool, I appreciate that. All right, Mm -hmm. neato. All right. Did they say anything about Heroes of the Storm? Don't know. Don't care. Because I don't care about Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> oh, come on, man. What if one of the new Warcraft characters is now in Heroes of the Storm? Hey, wait, wait, whatever. I'm sure there are. Har- There's probably some giant Heroes of the Storm and Hearthstone probably. crossover that everyone's so yeah, excited about. You're not even saying it. I don't care. Sorry. Son it's of a my bitch. podcast. Arr. I can do what I want. I'm going to stop listening exactly. to this Gearbox Screw podcast if they don't give me the World of Warcraft news. <laughs> And then they went ahead and they talked about World of Warcraft itself, which, fantastic. All sorts of cool things. They talked about the next expansion, the expansion after that, uh, some upcoming DLC, which is going to fix a lot of things, change a lot of things. The war fronts are changing. The island expeditions are changing. If you don't play this game, you're not going to understand any of that. It's going to make no sense. But for those of us who do play, they know what we want, and they're fixing it and changing it. So I'm like, cool. I trust in Blizzard in this. They never, well, I shouldn't say they never, they rarely disappoint me. So I have mm. faith. And then we moved on from there. And that's exactly what I expected from BlizzCon from that portion of the show anyway. And then we came to Overwatch. And they went, hey, mm. here's this really sweet cinematic new character, a couple new characters in fact, which you might be able to talk a little bit on. We saw was Ash. And then her butler. Mm-hmm. And then there was this uh, other mysterious character that uh, McCree unlocked, but they weren't ready to get her in game yet. So she's got to take a few extra weeks. So it's a little bit weird. Now, that's the part I didn't see. Okay. I, I saw Ash's little like hero story mm-hmm. bit, but not the, not the full cinematic. Okay. So, yeah, anywho, Ash is coming on board. There's a whole scene where they showed her doing the whole uh, train heist, trying to get a hold of something. And McCree comes oh, out nice. after he's eating his apple pie. And he's like, oh, I can't. I can let you have everything except for that one item you got right there. And then she's like, whatever, dude. I'm tired of you, McCree. I ain't going to let you have this. Now that you've even said you wanted it, I'm more interested. You know, the whole you know, typical mm. bit. So he's like, don't do this. We don't have to. You can literally have everything. I just need that. And she's like, nah, I want everything. So they have a shootout. McCree totally stomps all of them. They run off going, oh, Mario, this sucks. And Ash, if you don't know, has like this robot butler that helps her out and is like her ultimate and all sorts of cool stuff. And she's like a scout. She has like a rifle. She can fire from the hip real quick. But if you aim up, you get a little bit more, obviously. Uh, mm. accuracy and damage, I'm sure, or whatever. She looks really neat. Yeah. 
if you're into that sort of character, which I am. So I was pretty stoked about it. But then, mm. of course, McCree gets a hold of this package and opens it up and then puts this little cool little metal piece into it, turns into this robot lady. And he's like, okay. hey, you know, Overwatch, they need you. Oh, my gosh. You know, they, they told me they want me, but they actually need you. I got things to do. And then the robot lady's like, how long have I been asleep? And he's like, ha-ha, long enough. We'll catch up eventually. So it's like this whole, you know there's a relationship there, but you don't know what it is. And then mm-hmm. he rides off on his motorcycle, and she goes to join uh, Winston and all the other gang. But then they went, hey, she's not actually ready yet. We needed to get a few more bugs and balances out with her. So ignore her for now. But Ash is coming. So get hyped. Mm-hmm. So that was the Overwatch part. Nice. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I was a little just weird because, like I said, the robotic character, and I, I should know her name, but I don't at the moment. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Once they said she ain't coming, <laughs> I was like, whatever. Okay, fine. Because I know Blizzard, yeah. Blizzard takes your time with everything. So I'm like, eh, it'll be like mm-hmm. freaking two, three months down the road when she finally hits. And then, of course, we'll talk about her then. But it was neat. Mm-hmm. It was neat. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for the new character just because she's got a couple of, like her dynamite mechanic where it'll it'll blow or you can shoot it out of the air. Junkrat has something similar, but, I mean, it's still kind of cool. Plus, I'm I'm really interested in seeing the way that ultimate works. Because what they show in the trailer that I watched is Bob just kind of pops up and, like, knocks everybody up in the air and then shoots with his crazy arm Mm -hmm. cannon. So I'm like, does he, like, spawn out of the ground and do a knock up there and then also shoot? Like, it seems like too much for just, like, an ultimate. Like, I thought he was going to be another character. Like, they'd be running together and he'd have, like, a knock up as an ability and then, you know, whatever kind of maybe like a twin ultimate or something that they could share. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be weird to like spawn another character. Can you kill him? Can he, is he invincible for whatever he's laying down the fire? Where does his fire go? How does he, does he just shoot up in the air where he knocked people up? If he misses people, what does he do? I'm really interested to see how that works. Cause I don't think anybody else has an ultimate like that in overwatch. Not that I'm aware of. So mm-hmm. I am definitely interested in seeing that just as well as, like I said, her whole uh, scout rifle kind of ability because that's my jam mm-hmm. is, you know, scout rifles and in the nature of the beast. I hope it's not too slow because it's, it's mm-hmm. a real fine balance when you're dealing with, like, the rifles, whether it's you're taking nice shots, getting things going, or whether it's just too slow and you end up being basically a, a fake sniper rifle, you know. Mm-hmm. So... I, I hope that she becomes one of my mains. I'm hoping that Arissa, of course, is my always main. And then I'm hoping that right. Ash can become my secondary. But I got to wait and see how that, that uh, scout rifle kind of behaves because a lot of games don't mm-hmm. do it right. So I'm like, eh, yeah, I'm holding judgment right now. Plus, of course, people will hate me, Matt, because you know the Battleborn community is like, hey, we know, we know a character who has a, a robot butler. Wait a minute. That's Phoebe and freaking. <laughs> but Phoebe doesn't have a rifle or dynamite or be an old west no, bandit. No, she doesn't. But you know, she does have a robot butler. So you know, it's like, hey, did they steal this idea? Uh, and then everyone's like, you gotta take Ash as your main character when you used to be a Phoebe main. Oh, oh man, guys. <laughs> Let's see what I was thinking. But I, I've only seen like one like person's drawing of the robot lady, and I was like. 
Is that Nova in a robot suit? Rawr! That's went, exactly what I was thinking. We, they didn't even give us that, so at least Overwatch did. Uh, I did think about it. I was like, I was like, that's like Nova. This is, uh, <laughs> like, this is really weird. Uh, I still enjoy mm. it, but whatever. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So, yes, that happened. And then the last part of the BlizzCon 2018, all right? Let me Oh, yeah, The yeah, last yeah. part. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is the saddest part. For years now, they had in the baggie, they had a four-sided die, a Diablo die with four sides on it. Oh, my gosh. Well, we have Diablo 3 currently, of course. What's the next one? Diablo 4. Oh, it's a big hint. They're working on it. This is crazy. They've done all sorts of other little hints and teases in the last couple years now. They got everybody hyped. They, of course, made the Diablo platform. If you buy a BlizzCon ticket, you get to see kind of like what what the itinerary is for what they're talking about, what they're announcing. Typically, when BlizzCon's happening and then you see the end piece, it's the biggest piece. And Diablo was the finisher. So be with all the hints and all the teases over the last couple of years, plus the fact that Diablo 3 has been out for like six years now, 2012, since 2012 or something like that. Yeah, wow. it's been a long time. Everyone, everyone has been expecting Diablo 4. Not even like the weird tin foil hat people, but just in general, the mm-hmm. populace. Well... They got to the moment, they got to the very end of the introductory whole spiel where they give the big old hoo-ha. And they went, guys, Diablo's great, right? Everyone loves Diablo, right? Wow, yeah, Diablo! And they said, we got a game for you. And then it was like, yeah, wow! They said, Diablo Immortal, coming to mobile phones! Yeah! And then they got booed. They got booed. Boo! Did they, they seriously, seriously get booed no, or just booed No, they from literally you? got booed. Like, boos rang out in the whole stadium. It was a fiasco. <laughs> it was Bad News Bears. You could see, like, the individuals on stage, like, taken aback, you know, kind of like, oh, my God, what, what's happening right now? This is not good. Awesome. Uh, and it didn't go well. And I will say this, Okay. First off, Diablo Immortal might be amazing. Blizzard in general puts out great games. That's what they do. Yes. So it might be a fantastic game. It. I don't know. I don't care. The cell phone isn't my world, and it is in a lot of hardcore PC individuals' worlds. Hey, guess who? Guess who pays hundreds and hundreds of dollars, and then plane tickets, God knows what else, to go to BlizzCons, Matt. Yeah, Hardcore PC fair. gamers that want to know what Blizzard's up to in the real in the you know in their world. What don't you do? You don't end your big announcement on a mobile P- on a mobile cell phone device. That's just bad business. No. Yeah, I mean, I I guess that's fair. The only thing I would counter that with is who's going to BlizzCon? Hardcore Blizzard fans. So maybe they were thinking, well, I mean, it is a it's a new release. It's a it's a big release cuz I mean it will be gangbusters big. But maybe that's they were just like, "Hey, you're a Blizzard fan, you're here. You're going to love what we give you." And that sounds a lot worse than what I mean it. But you know yeah. what I mean? Whatever we give you, you're going to love, you're going to lap it up. And I'm I'm sure 
a lot of these people are going to play it and put money into it and do all that stuff. But I, I totally get what you're saying, but maybe that's where they were coming from. Well, it's just, it's a, it is a big announcement for Blizzard. It's funny, though, because so, this is a two-pronged thing. First off, one of the uh, developers said, yeah, we understood that there's going to be some, mm-hmm. some fallout from this. And we just we, we understand that people are going to be skeptical, but we hope by getting it out there and then showing them, of course, in the upcoming days with more gameplay, more into, you know more stuff, more skills, da 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 da, that they're going to get on board and come to love it like they have so many other Blizzard titles. That makes sense. I get mm-hmm. I get it. But then, of course, another uh, I don't remember his name came out and he was like, "What? You guys don't have cell phones?" That was one of his comments. You know, and it was like. Great. Uh, that's not the point. The point is mm-hmm. we are all here for your big mainline titles. You don't headline a cell phone game. Like, I don't care who you are or what you think. Cell phones aren't that far along that everyone's stoked about the next cool cell phone game yet. Or at the very least, don't tease something like a four-sided die, like you said. So Diablo 1, 2, 3, it's got to be four Here's the cell phone yep. game. I'm making Whoop. level gestures with my hands. You wanted four, which is up out of the and screen. Instead, you got well, in between mobile. Which, if you hadn't teased it, that'd be a cool announcement. Mm-hmm. Like if you hadn't teased with the possibility of Diablo Four, maybe they would have like, oh hey, cool, polite applause. Yeah, but instead, you you wanted the sky, and they gave you like a handful. It's of It's like grass. they pulled a switch went, a bit, oh. you know. Hey, come yeah. on, buy the tickets, get in here, everyone gets stoked. Oh, man, here we go. Oh, actually, it was the Diablo Immortal for cell phone. Oh, darn it, we tricked you. The perfect way to mm. announce a Diablo Immortal, in fact, it can expand beyond that. The perfect way to announce any cell phone game, in my opinion, is to tag it along with something real. So mm. they should have announced, they could They could have said this, because the rumor has it that Diablo 4 was slated to actually be announced, but the dev team didn't want to pull a Diablo 3, which is where they announced it, but then they went through like a million other iterations and it ended up taking like another 10 years to come out. They didn't want to yeah. do that. They chickened out the last minute and said, don't do this, because you know what, if we start having issues and come back, we don't want to do that again. I respect that. I understand that because I was super frustrated with that whole Diablo 3 fiasco where it took them like seven, eight freaking years to release the game after they announced it. It was, it was dumb. However. Now see, now see, that makes me think this this was the, hey, we're going to line it up. It's like we've talked about before with Gearbox and stuff. Oh, look, hey, it's really Diablo Immortal. Oh, come on, guys. What, you don't have a cell phone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for the conference. And that makes oh, and see that makes sense. Was the whole thing was like they they had a last minute Jerry rigged this all together because they went. Mm. You're right. This is a bad idea. Don't announce Diablo Four yet. You guys aren't sure it's ready. We're not sure. We'll do Diablo Immortal instead because we already have it slotted that Diablo's ending the whole introductory segment. However, Dia- mm. uh, not Diablo. Blizzard came on and said, "No, that wasn't it. We always intended for Diablo Immortal to be the segue." I don't, I don't buy it for a second. I don't buy it for a second. Because yeah. you know what? The perfect thing, the perfect thing would have been Diablo 4, you guys. And then they showed like a 30-second teaser. Like, you know, ah, Diablo 4 mm-hmm. demons and stuff. And you're like, yeah, whoa, this is amazing. And they said, but it ain't ready yet, guys. But you know what? We are hard at work on it. But for now, 
guess what we've done? And then they dim the lights, get all crazy, and they go, Diablo Immortal, da, 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 cell phones. And then he, even though people, some people just still went, ah, oh, cell phone, bleh. Everyone would have been... You would have ridden yeah, that high. Yeah, you would have been on the high, and you would have said, all right, I get it. You know what? Make Diablo 4 amazing, guys. And in the meantime, sure, whatever. I'll check out this Diablo Immortal. Yeah. it would. Yep. That's the perfect way to do it. That is literally, mm-hmm. you put the cake and the sugar and the toppings, and it's all beautiful. And I know that's what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. For whatever reason, it didn't happen. And all they announced. Like you said, it's just that easy. Just show a cinematic. Here's an announcement with a CG little trailer. Like, oh, this guy fighting a skeleton or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know. You don't have to show any actual gameplay or anything that's any Look at all the announcement trailers in the whole world. None of that's actually Never. in the game. Just rig up a cinematic, there you go. Bing bang boom. Yep. So it fell apart. It's been on the news, it's been in every podcast, it's been in every friggin' thing for days now. I haven't <laughs> all the the World of Warcraft centric podcast they haven't been on because of blizzcon they get back and they all sleep and wait a week so i haven't got to listen to anybody's (laughs) reactions from all the different uh big time podcasters but i am stoked Mm -hmm. to hear what they think because some of them of course are very realistic some of them are very blizzard sided where they're like hey shut up everybody this is the best thing in the world you know i can't wait to hear all the different sides of it and angles of it especially from those who are there personally and how it all went down Mm -hmm. I'm going to definitely go ahead and probably mention it one more time when I do figure out all the different sides of it. But I will say, just from what I've heard, man, I couldn't imagine. I'd be so disappointed to have gone to this BlizzCon because (laughs) going in thinking Diablo 4 is the schnizniz and that's what's going to happen and I'm going to be a part of that whole thing and then to get that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lordy. Oh, besides... <laughs> well, you can make a shirt. I booed yeah, Diablo exactly. Immortal. You just wear <laughs> that all go. the time. I was there. I booed that crap. Oh, goodness. But they had all sorts of other stuff at the BlizzCon that you typically see. Some of the uh, tournaments, fun things, StarCraft's there as always. But that was the whole kit and caboodle. That was the big spiel about it. So you know what? There you go. I thought I'd let everybody know. Well, that pretty much wraps up this episode of Third Shift. If you guys want to send us some feedback on what we talked about this week, if you got anything you want us to talk about, any comments, any questions, any concerns, if you just want to say hi, if you want to tell us that this new direction of the show is fantastic and you love it so much, you can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Indeed you can. You can also find us over there at the wonderful Patreon, where our patrons currently reside, help us out keeping us motivated we treat it just like a tip jar if you like what you hear please consider heading over there and throwing us one dollar five dollars a thousand dollars one million dollars hmm i could get a laser shark with that you know what i'm saying <laughs> call back to a wonderful movie god bless it i gotta watch it again anywho's if you can't throw us anything we also understand that please consider heading over to the Twitters, the Facebooks, the iTunes, all the different places, giving us the five stars, the thumbs ups, feedback, mailbag questions, all those wonderful things. Hey, maybe even consider heading over to Twitch and following us over at Third Shift Me because you know what? We could use it. We're trying to get over there, trying to get things bolstered, moving and grooving, and you following us and watching us would be doing just that. 
So please consider helping us out in some way, any way, shape, form, or possible by you. Absolutely. We 100% do appreciate the people who are doing those things for us. And we'll appreciate you. If you don't do it now and then you do it, we'll, we'll appreciate that. That'll be great. And hey, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 16th of November for our very next episode. You can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, on YouTube. I guess that wasn't that many. I didn't need to take in the big Spotify breath. Spotify and stuff, all the things. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do. Please consider heading over there and giving us a five-star review on the iTunes. We would very much appreciate that. We've told you many stories on how the five stars are very important to us. Uh, and very important to you as well, because eventually I'm going to have to consume your soul if you don't just give it to me through a five-star review. Did we go like NPR on this last segment here? We did indeed. It's like ASMR or NPR, <laughs> National Public Radio. And with that, Eric, hey. I don't think there's anything else to say, but... Hey, do not forget to save. Don't forget to save. Have a wonderful evening, everybody, and may the Lord Jesus bless you. Stay tuned for Brahms's Concerto in G. But conducted by the Studio Philharmonic with Burgess Yusukato on lead violin. Yes, and after them, stay tuned for Dr. Generic and his views on the Republican Party and its current uh, legislative rights on the uh, third wing. Oh, I really believe that that's important for, uh, for us to talk about today. Sit down.